0: Good afternoon. My name is Stephen Capaldo. Welcome to another exciting episode of Wheelbarrow Man. Hopefully, it won't put you asleep too much. But um, I was going to do something on the Day of the Lord, something out of uh, Zechariah, which I will do eventually. But I uh, decided to put that off by one uh, after I watched one of the uh, the mainstream news broadcasts last night. I just got very motivated to comment on the, the the inability for mainstream media to engage in anything resembling objective reporting, um, and and I'm going to take basically two. I'm going to talk about a couple of subject areas. I'm going to talk about the way they reported the uh, uh, the Trump situation, Trump dealing with uh, Corona and whatever it is, and uh, including. Uh, a report that was given by the infamous dr Voge, and uh then i 'm going to talk a little bit about um something that Facebook has done and I just noticed I was looking at Facebook just before I came on uh, the mic, and Facebook has removed a number of videos that uh, would likely be critical of the mainstream narrative of what 's actually going on so they've, uh, they 've they 've started their campaign i mean it 's been going for a while but but last night on this uh this Brilliant news broadcast. There was uh, a story about Facebook uh, banning QAnon posts as disinformation as this and that and 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 then trying to link them to the the So-called racist riots and events like Kenosha and this and that and I'll just talk a little bit about that as well but uh, Basically, the way on the first issue, on the issue of uh, Trump and COVID, um, what the reporting was, was, uh, you know, the the White House has issued a a number of confusing uh, statements, a lot of misinformation, a lot of mixed messages, um, and the the suggestion being that somehow the the truth is not being told about the president's uh, condition and that the doctors aren't telling everything anyway and you know they're they're not uh, treating it as seriously they're not they're not coming out in public and saying you know how exactly how serious it is uh the medication that's been given is reserved for people who are seriously ill so why why are they hiding that and uh, so the, the, there's a total refusal to believe that possibly the patient is improving, and you know you can get into this whole other thing about you know how sick was he and where was he and this and that. You see a lot of things on on uh, uh, you know on YouTube on the internet. I'm not going to get into that, but 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 just the the the, the total uh, inability to be any any in any way fair or objective about you know what the white house says versus what the doctors say and you know maybe it's not even competing and contradictory maybe it's just that uh you know people have a different perspective or people are looking at a different slice of time or uh maybe the medications were given as a preemptive uh measure and not because the patient was gravely ill And, uh, anything to just kind of drop the suggestion that maybe the individual is unfit for office, maybe the individual shouldn't be on the ballot, maybe the individual shouldn't travel, maybe the individual shouldn't be debating. And, um, you know, and, and, and moreover, and this goes beyond the broadcast of last night, this morning, you know, there were a number of tweets, you know, all in capital letters about, you know, different things that happened in regard to the stimulus bill, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, Nobody, nobody ever considers that possibly this is just a political strategy and that uh possibly Trump is not crazy Uh or, or uh, you know, pe- people say, well, it's the medication they've given him. No, he's unfit for office. The 25th. He's unfit. Okay. So just, just pound home that narrative of he's unfit. He gives misinformation. He creates confusion. He sends mixed messages. Uh, the doctors aren 't very honest either you know that that top doctor you know he never should have been appointed you know he was appointed too soon, and what are his qualifications um, so this This is basically how the uh the the the, the, the story is being reported now the, It does no good to argue that you know oh if uh, if only mainstream media could be convinced that you know they really need to be a little more balanced a little more objective, a little more fair that 's not even the point the the point is that uh the mainstream media needs to protect their criminal masters uh corrupt officials, pedophiles, whatever they are, but uh they they need to protect these criminals that are running the world. So that's why they do what they do in the mainstream media. And if somebody thinks that that's conspiracy, okay, I guess we'll see. If somebody thinks I should be banned or die for making a statement like that. Okay. We'll see. Um, but really what I find in the reporting is that the mainstream media, they don't give you the facts and you figure out what you think. They give you the conclusions. Like they say, so-and-so tweeted falsehoods about COVID that it's really, it's similar to a flu or cold or something like that. Um, Okay, well, you've concluded, when you report that way, when you make a choice to report that way, you have concluded what is true and what is false. You don't let the listener decide what is true and what is false. And I know it's like talking to a brick wall, trying to talk to anyone in the mainstream media. They've got it all, the narrative is all charted out, and anyone anyone that says anything is a stupid and a conspiracy nut and wearing a tinfoil hat. I I understand where you're coming from, and I understand why you're doing it. I, I do, I really do. I work for an organization that has not brought... Glory to itself. I worked for an organization like that, organization like that for, for a long time, and, and even more than one organization that uh, have done no great service to humanity, but where the elites of the organization did great, a great service for themselves, but not to other people, not, not to, to real people, true, truly suffering people. So I understand where you're in that situation sometimes where you have to, you want to do good, but you have to protect the bad guys. Otherwise you can't even be in a position to do good. So I'm not totally unsympathetic to the mainstream media, uh, popularly now dubbed as fake news. But, uh, it, but the point is that you're, that you're still protecting the bad guys. You're still protecting criminals. You're still protecting gangsters. You're still protecting pedophiles, corrupt officials in government, in politics, in business. You're still protecting them. And uh, you're doing it by weaving this narrative of deceit, even if it's not outright lies, there may be some outright lies, but certainly de- de- deceit and twisted statements and twisted thinking and illogical thinking and not giving the other side of the, f- of the issue. This is what you do. And and I understand, you know, if you're an anchor of one of these nightly news broadcasts, uh, you're paid very well to do it. You might make 10 million a year to do it. So, OK, so it's, you have to decide. I mean, is that 10 million worth your life? You know who you are. Um, but anyway this whole style of journalism where you give the conclusion to the audience you don't give them facts and let them draw their own conclusions like tweeting falsehoods now when someone says that covid is like the flu or a cold what does that mean well i understand the mainstream media could not be bothered actually trying to explain what that means but if you look at the survival statistics the survival statistics of covid what are they we know what they are we know that they're they're very 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 high and that the death rate of covid is not dissimilar to a seasonal flu or seasonal cold death rate that's what that means but i understand that's too intellectually challenging for the mainstream media to put that before people and let them draw their own conclusions much better to say someone is tre- tweeting falsehoods falsehoods about covid no your job is to report the facts if you want to get one of these opinion journalist shows and say okay I'm a conservative I'm a liberal whatever then you go do that and that's fine and you announce yourself that way and then we understand that your your perspective is going to be that but when you announce yourself as a a mainstream down the middle journalist and you report crap like that that's not, you're not, that's, that's, you're not doing your job. I understand, you know, 10 million bucks, you're protecting the bad guys. You got to do it. You know, you got, you got your family and this and that you got to, you got to feed your own family, put food on the table. We've all been there. When does it stop? When do we develop a backbone? When do we grow some balls? When do we grow a spine? When do we start calling things by their name? There was also reporting in that broadcast last night that the White House pulled out of the COVID stimulus talks. No no attempt to give a reason why, why the White House pulled out. And it's it's the same old thing. It's that, uh, it's that there were things in the bill. This is the way Washington legislates. They put things in the bill that have nothing to do with the main point, And it's called a poison pill. You make it so unpalatable that you couldn't, the other side couldn't possibly go through with it because it's just, it compromises what they, what, what they're trying to do too much. And so... You know, if uh, if the side that proposes all these extra things is going to stick to all those extra things, then the other side has to say, well, sorry, well, you know, we're just going to have to wait and see. You know, that's it's it's negotiation. But mainstream media doesn't explain that mainstream media says that one side pulled out. So that side obviously is wrong. That side obviously is lying and deceiving and doing this and doing that, you know, to, to pull the wool over your eyes and is on a power trip and is crazy and they're giving him all kinds of medication so he's unfit, Bring in the 25th to get rid of the 45th. You know, that, that's the way it goes because I have to protect my corrupt bosses. That's what I have to do. And then horror of horrors. Uh, Trump got up on the... The, the top there, I don't know what you call it, the, the, the portico, the, the top of the stairwell. And he looked at everybody, you know how he looks out at people. And then he took off his mask. <gasps> he took off his mask. Can you believe that? I mean, you couldn't see anyone in the camera shot near him. No, Nobody. I mean, the, the closest person must have been 20 feet away, but <gasps> he took off his mask. And... You, you don't get any kind of objective reporting. Like, I think certain vulnerable people and certain vulnerable populations, you know, it it would be good to keep a distance and wear a mask. I, I, I see a use for that. I see a use for that. But the mainstream media, you're so hypocritical that you cannot admit that even scientists disagree on the effectiveness of all of this. And that when you force everybody to do it, when not everybody will benefit from it, you're too hypocritical to admit that the issue then, the issue then is not health, it's control. That's the issue. When you force people to do things, knowing that it doesn't benefit a lot of people. Some people it does, and they should. They should maybe do these things. You know, I, I wear a mask sometimes. You know, I keep the distance sometimes. But, uh, you know, that's, uh, I'm not saying that these things don't have any place or that I'm opposed to any use of these things ever. But when you force everybody to do it, when it's certainly, there's scientific debate on whether everybody benefits from this, but you force everybody to do it, then you're being deceitful. And the issue is not health, the issue is control. But you're too hypocritical to admit it. But he took off his mask. (laughs) Woo! And then we have Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci came on. And you should do some research on this guy. The mainstream media won't tell you. They won't tell you that he stands to make a lot of money if there's a COVID vaccine at some point. He and Gates, they stand to make a lot of money. And there are other things you should look into. Dr. Fauci. And see what has been going on with him for all these years. Uh, he said last night when he was interviewed, follow the science. Okay, but do scientists always agree on everything? No, they don't all agree on the effectiveness of these measures. No, they don't all agree on, on climate change. The the hypocritical media pretend that science only has one voice. Science on any topic, it only has one opinion. And that's the opinion of the corrupt elite that, that run the show. That there's never any possibility... That scientists could actually legitimately disagree based, you know, you look at two things. Uh, two scientists look at the same thing and they see something a bit different. Different, right? You know, you two people look at a painting and they give you two different ideas of what the painting was about. Or they watch uh, some show and they come up with conc- uh, different conclusions about what happened. You know, uh, who did this? Who did that? Or what does it mean? What's the significance of it? So to say follow the science as though there, there are never any disagreements, legitimate disagreements among legitimate scientists, it's again, it's, it's shallow, it's superficial, it's hypocritical reform, uh, reporting. It's not even reporting. It's, it's, it's very deceitful. A lack of objectivity only begins to, 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 to say what's going on here. Um, and science, not only that people don't always agree, scientists don't always agree on a certain topic, but in science, isn't it isn't it the case that you scientists learn from new information? So if I'm a scientist in some area on a certain topic, my viewpoint this week or this month, it might change next month because I have some new information. Isn't that the normal flow of science? Do we have to have this one narrative that doesn't change no matter what? no matter even if there are different opinions, no matter even if there's some new information that uh, enters into the equation. But no, we have to follow the science. And the other thing that uh, Dr. Fauci said that uh, there would be no vaccine before the election, he probably regrets that because he stands to make money if there is. But uh, tr- Trump has been saying, well, there will be a vaccine. Well, okay, so they have different perspectives on that. So you know, rather than say this one's lying or that one's lying, okay, they have different viewpoints. You know, some think it will be ready. One thinks it will be ready. Another thinks it won't be ready. And, um, but, but anyway, the, the, whole, the whole idea is to, is to paint the narrative a certain way and not to allow for any other thoughts to come in because thoughts can be very dangerous. You know, this, is, this, this whole business of controlling the population, eventually it's aimed at controlling your thinking. And so you can think that that's a conspiracy if you want, but wait and see. Wait and see, and you know the, the the comments that have been attributed. There were comments attributed to uh, Trump uh, in in the newscast and other other times that that uh, Trump thought that uh, masks and distancing were useless. Uh, basically, that was well, that was attributed to Trump, and and I actually have never heard that. I've never heard him say that. Uh, I think that he he's uh, what I gather from what he says is that he wants a measure of freedom in the use of these things, but that for certain people, it can be very good. And there's no reason to have a blanket. No, never wear a mask and never distance. But on the other end of the spectrum, there's no reason to say that everybody has to follow all the rules all the time when these measures don't benefit people equally and don't benefit everybody and may even harm certain people breathing in your own stuff. Right. But anyway, there's no point to argue this with the, ma- the mainstream media. They, they are who they are, and they're protecting who they're protecting. And, you know, uh, we, we, just, we just hope eventually that we'll understand, you know, what's, what's really important in life, and it's not protecting these guys that they're protecting. And then the other one was the uh, F- Facebook and Q. Now, QAnon, I, I think that you have to take everything with a grain of salt and you have to do your own work. You can't hang your hat in any one place. Uh, And that's it. You never stop learning. Uh, QAnon, uh, Facebook has banned QAnon's posts as disinformation, as conspiracy theory, and as hateful, as uh, as QAnon as being a hate group uh, made up of racists and uh, who who caused things like the events that took place in in, uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin, and, and other places. That's why Facebook is banning QAnon. Now, the, they, made a, they made a very subtle transition in their reporting that somehow because they have this opinion that QAnon is a conspiracy theory group, that then they must be racist and they must have caused all of these events in Kenosha. Well, a conspiracy theorist, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a racist, even if you think that they are a conspiracy theory group, uh, but they made that, that subtle connection. And of course, uh, people undiscerning Viewers and listeners are not going to catch things like that, that they made this transition from, I, I don't like what they say to now all of a sudden they, they're racist and they cause all of these, so these social problems. Total inability to be objective. Now, you know, if you, if you have uh, followed anything that uh, QAnon has uh, written or done, uh, you know, the, the timelines, they don't get the timelines right all the time. Um, they come up with some things that, I think makes sense there are other things that I would like to check into further but to say that they're a conspiracy theory simply because they don't agree with your mainstream narrative and then to fold that into some kind of profiling that they are racists and they cause all these racial problems how is that reporting. I mean, those are the worst excesses of Soviet Union in the 1930s and that type of reporting. But it's, it's ridiculous to say that that's reporting. How, how could you report QAnon objectively? How could you introduce, instead of saying that they're, that, that they, they post disinformation and they are a bunch of conspiracy theorists and moreover they're racists, uh, what would be a more objective way of saying that? I know it wouldn't do any good for the mainstream media because they don't know how to do this and they're afraid to do this and they're earning their nice salaries from the corrupt people who run the world so they cannot do it. But, okay, how would you describe QAnon? Well, I, I wrote up something and, and I'm doing this also in, in view of the fact that the, that there was apparently a House resolution passed denouncing QAnon as a conspiracy group, conspiracy theory group. Okay, I think, I think you know what's coming, you know. Uh, depending how the election goes. But if you wanted to really report what QAnon is, well, it's a private research group. I mean, I would write something like QAnon is a private research group seeking to expose what it it views. What it views. Uh, I'm not saying it is or it isn't. I'm saying what it views as abuses and crimes by high-ranking political government and corporate officials now if you reported that if you gave that as a definition of QAnon that would be uh, that that would be fair they're a private research group seeking to expose what they view or it views so you're saying it's their opinion we're not saying it is or it isn't as abuses and crimes by high-ranking political government and corporate officials and then you say what their allegations are and what's the evidence for those allegations. And then you would have some kind of an objective report. But simply to denounce them as disinformation and conspiracy and hate and racist and causing riots and this, this, this type of thing, how do you make all those connections and what's your evidence for that? And again, you're giving conclusions to the audience instead of giving them objective information and letting them decide. And now also banning free speech. Banning free speech. It's not only QAnon posts, as I was saying before I came on mic. There's a bunch of videos, two or three videos that I wanted to take a look at before I started speaking. And somehow they mysteriously were not available. And all of them had that one thing in common, that they were against the mainstream media narrative. So go figure. Just saying. So anyway, uh, that's really all I... I'm going to spend or waste my time saying about these these people, uh, these these horrible individuals. Um, and that's really going to be episode number 42, the mainstream media debacle. That's, and that's, that's what it is. That's what it's become. Be very careful when you listen to the mainstream media. So we'll close in prayer, and uh, we all need it. Psalm 91, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, for he will rescue you from the hunter's trap and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is body armor and shield. You will not fear the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the plague that stalks in darkness, nor the scourge that lays waste at noon. A 1,000 may fall at your side, and 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look on with your eyes and see the wicked paid back. For you have made the Lord your dwelling, who is my refuge, even the Most High, who is my refuge. So no evil will befall you, nor any plague come near your tent. For he will give his angels charge over you to guard you in all your ways. Upon their hands they will lift you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and cobra, trample the young lion Uh, and serpent. uh, Okay. Okay. Um, Can you do that song? Just that one over. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, for He will rescue you from the hunter's trap and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with His feathers and under His wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is body armor and shield. You will not fear the terror by night nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the plague that stalks in darkness, nor the scourge that lays waste at noon, A 1,000 may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look on with your eyes and see the wicked paid back, for you have made the Lord your dwelling, who is my refuge, even the Most High, who is my refuge. So no evil will befall you nor any plague come near your tent, for he will give... His angels charge over you to guard you in all your ways. Upon their hands they will lift you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and cobra, trample the young lion and serpent. Because he has devoted his love to me, says the Lord God, I will deliver him. I will set him securely on high because he knows my name. When he calls on me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, rescue him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him. And show him my salvation. And, and I apologize for doing that over. I had to re redo that one uh, for those of you just uh, listening to the audio on the uh, podcast, on uh, Anchor. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we have forgiven those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory, forever and ever. Amen and amen. And thank you very much for listening and enjoy the nightly news tonight and see you soon.